G'day folks, episode four. So, here we go, four episodes. Cannot believe we got to this point. Honest to God, thought that I would have given up after episode one because everyone was going, Moise, you're a dick, why are you doing that? Uh, because let's not beat around the bush. Doing a podcast is quite a narcissistic thing on paper. It's like, I'm going to talk, you're going to listen because people will want to listen, you know? So it's quite a weird thing to start and it was one of the things that kind of put me off starting in the first place. But here we are, here's a podcast. Hello, how are you? Welcome to Easter weekend. As I sit here, it is Easter Sunday. It is currently half past seven in the evening on an Easter Sunday. Uh, apologies for the slightly later podcast this week. The joys of having multiple children means that you have to be very careful about the timing in which you record things. Because funnily enough, when you have five kids in the house, it's quite noisy. So we have to make sure that, you know, we, we're not getting a lot of background noise along with these podcasts. So what are we going to talk about this time? Well, the first thing I want to say is episode four. Thank you so much for all of you who have listened so far. It's been really humbling and actually quite beautiful to get the feedback I've had from you guys that these podcasts are actually helping you. My mentality with regards to anything I do from videos to post to podcasts is always if it helps one person, then it was worthwhile doing it. And I've had so much good feedback from all of you about these podcasts, about the subjects that we've covered and about just how they've really helped ground you during what is quite a difficult situation. And of course, if you listen to this podcast in the future, we are currently in a state of lockdown in the UK. So we're all stuck indoors, meaning we can't do our usual lives and we can't do our usual activities. And it does make transformation a little bit trickier if you're a gym goer. But there is always a way around it. Obstacles are exactly that. Obstacles designed to be navigated no worked around so here we are so what we're going to touch on this time well this time i wanted to touch more on the future and to be more specific planning because one of the things that really jumped out to me uh, during this period and it's been so nice to see a lot more people become a lot more optimistic about what's going on right now and looking at you know the things that they can achieve is that if you look at like the nightingale hospital in london um, or the hospital they're building at the NEC in Birmingham, or any of these pop-up hospitals that are being built, particularly in the UK. Now, at the time of the decision being made to build the Nightingale Hospital uh, within the Excel Centre, and of course build these pop-up hospitals around the UK, we didn't have a large number of cases of the coronavirus. However, the government took it upon themselves to look at what was happening in other countries and to plan. And essentially... You know, with regards ordering kind of additional equipment, with regards ordering additional ventilators and beds, etc. Forward planning by the government, by the people in charge, you know, medical, etc. Is what's going to save our lives. Because if the government didn't plan ahead, if they didn't kind of put procedures in place to go, right, we're going to need another hospital because there's going to be a lot of people sick with this. We're going to need additional equipment. We're going to need additional PPE, et cetera, et cetera, regardless of what your beliefs are, et cetera, on that. The government looked at things and went, there is a bad period coming. There is a period of going to be high stress, a lot of trauma. We're going to need additional supplies. And because they had the foresight to forward plan, we as a country are now in a very good position to be able to manage coronavirus. And I say manage in a very open way because, of course, some of you listening to this may have lost loved ones. And, of course, you know, some of you listening to this may be going through terrible situations regarding the coronavirus but I say manage in a very you know generic way 
casting a uh, you know over everything that's going on because if we didn't have these additional beds additional ventilators then the people that are sick with the virus that need hospitalization wouldn't stand a chance but because we have forward planning because the government have planned ahead we are now in a much much better position to be able to handle it and i always draw correlations with that and what i do as a coach it's kind of my job to look at analogies and things that could help people and draw from that, particularly things that everybody can relate to. And the planning situation as far as the beds, the ventilators, hospitals, etc., is the same thing with regards making progress or planning for times of strife or whatever when it comes to your journey. We all know that at some point there's going to be some kind of obstacle in the road. Right now we have the coronavirus being stuck indoors, not going to gyms, etc. But what a lot of people, I mean, coaching clients and kind of doing my check-ins this week, a lot of people are focusing on, oh, I'll sort that out when things go back to normal. You know, oh, I won't be able to do that right now. But you know what? It's all good. When the world goes back to normal, I can get back to my routine. But the fact of the matter is not a lot of people are actually thinking that when you go back to your routine, you're going to be a fuckload busier than you are right now. And thus, you're going to find yourself in a position where you've got even less time to be able to focus on you. Right now in lockdown, during this period, you've got the opportunity to be pretty damn selfish, but in a good way. You've got the opportunity to focus on you, focus on self-development and achieving the things you want to achieve, whether that's washing the fucking car, repainting the house, or of course, reducing your body fat. Because let's not beat around the bush. We are all in Biscuit City right now. We are all in a position where we ain't seeing anybody. We ain't getting into bikinis. We ain't having to go on holiday or expose ourselves to other people. And therefore, there's not the usual, "Mm, should you be eating that mentality behind what we're doing because we don't have that pressure. And the problem is it's all too easy to forget that life will return to normal. We will get back to a point where these things come into play. And as I've touched on in previous episodes, you can decide the person who comes out of this. But too many people are not forward planning. They're not thinking about the future in the sense of one day, the day is going to come when we're out of this circumstance and I'm going to get changed at the gym for the first time again. You know, I'm going to go swimming for the first time again. You know, I'm going to have to put on my work uniform for the first time in a long time. And a lot of people are disregarding these things and forgetting in this moment of isolation, this, you know, this circumstance that, yeah, life will start again. So we do have to plan for the future. We can't just do things in this particular circumstance. Now, I'm well aware that in the past minute or so, I've contradicted myself by saying we need to focus on right now and not think about the future, not delay tasks, get them done now. But we also need to do that and have one mind on the future. We do need to plan because all of the behaviors, all the routines you're putting in play now, as I touched on last week, will serve you going forwards when life goes back to normal. But when it comes to achieving your goal, yes, we've got to plan for the future and recognize that, you know, there will be a time where life goes back to normal. We want to be in a healthy mindset with a healthy physique and feel good and confident about ourselves. But at the same time, We know that things are going to get trickier before they get better. We don't know what the government has planned with regards to future lockdown procedures, but also we know we're not coming out of this anytime soon. And we also, being, what, three, four weeks into this now? We, I think it's three weeks. Time's really dragging. (laughs) We now know what it looks like. 
we know what lazy looks like. We've had our time to put our feet up and do fuck all. We've had our lazy period, etc. But we know what doing nothing feels like and we know how easy it is to overconsume. We know how easy it is to not do our movement. We know how easy it is to just basically fuck everything off and put life on pause. And in certain ways, I do encourage you to do that. Not necessarily from the things that will detriment you from a mental and physical health perspective, but we do find ourselves in a very unique situation right now, as I touched on in episode number one of this you know, podcast. We do find ourselves in a situation where you've got kind of some enforced laziness. So I do encourage you to put your feet up, you know, relax. Your stress should be at an all-time low at this present moment in time, granted with the exclusion of kids, of course. Um, and money, and yeah, actually, it was probably a pretty blasé comment saying the stress should be low, wouldn't it? <laughs> what I mean is, we don't have the usual stresses of day-to-day life, and therefore, if we allow ourselves to, we can reduce our stress right now, because there's so many things that we don't have control over. But let's get back to the planning side of things. Like I said, forward planning is what's saving the country right now, it's what's saving the day. But The thing that we've also got to recognize is we can't let the day run us. We have to run the day. It's so easy right now to allow every day to be Groundhog Day. It's so easy to get up late, you know, barely kind of do anything throughout the entire morning, coast into the day, eat frivolously, snack, you know, and not really achieve that much. So by the time we go to bed that evening, not only have we achieved that much, but we've kicked the ass out of our calories and we've not burnt anywhere near as much as we normally would do, compounding the effect of fat gain. But because we now all know what that's like, we have the ability to forward plan. Same way that the UK government looked at other countries and went, oh, this shit's going to go bad. We need to look at our lives right now and go, oh, hang on a second. This shit's going to go bad if I don't do something about it, if I don't plan. And so as I sit here on a Sunday night, granted, yes, it's Easter Sunday and tomorrow's a bank holiday. But for a lot of people listening to this, it's not really going to make much of a fucking difference, is it? <laughs> but what I mean is, We need to look at what we've learned so far from lockdown, learn about ourselves so far from lockdown in the sense of, yeah, we could be pretty fucking lazy. Yeah, we can spend a lot of the days doing nothing and achieving nothing. And that is going to come back to bite us in our big fat asses when the time comes and we've put on a shitload of weight. So forward planning has to become part of your day now. Now, I wrote a ebook or an ebook, I should say, better English, uh, which is downloadable on my website. Go to moyshealth.com forward slash services and you can download it. And it's all about putting a structure and a routine in place, making sure that you adhere to some simple disciplines. And the idea behind that was it was a bare bones basics to kind of get you guys thinking about actually having structure, which is the main thing we're missing right now. But having said that, Forward planning with regards fat loss in particular and self-progression, transformation, is massively key at the moment. As much as it may feel like, oh, I've got all day, I've got plenty of time, time's going quick. It may not feel like it is, but pretty soon the bell's going to be rung and we're going to be back in the class again. Okay, We're going to be back into life, back into routine, and we're going to look back at this opportunity and think, shit, there's so much stuff I didn't get done. And... The most important thing that we can do right now is to recognize, okay, I know how the day goes when I don't plan, so I need to put some kind of plan or structure in place. We need to make sure that we've got an idea of when are we doing our exercise? What exercise are we going to do, if any? 
when are we going to make sure that we're burning plenty you know how are we going to stay active you know diy gardening that kind of stuff is fine but we need to make sure that we do actually hold ourselves accountable to do it and of course alongside that you've got calories the biggest fucking elephant in the room there is yes daily movement is fucking important but it's nowhere near as important as the amount of calories that you're consuming and forward planning with regards your shopping in particular forward planning with regards what you're going to eat is key to staying on track with your transformation goal now it doesn't matter whether your deficit is small whether your goal is maintenance or whether you are still looking to make even more headway during this time you have got to plan because if you don't plan you're going to find yourself in a pretty shitty circumstance where you're not achieving very much and the days and weeks get away from you and the body fat piles on pretty damn quick so Take a leaf out of the government's book, okay? Bad times are coming if you don't plan. If you don't put a system in place because you know the impact that's going to be coming if you continue to do what you're doing, then, well, need I say more? But I suppose to use kind of a quote to get the point across with this one, where you are heading is far more important than where you are now. This is true with regards jumping on the scales. This is true with regards transformation. This is especially true with regards planning. Because it's all too easy to look at today and go, oh, I fucked it up. I've eaten a whole packet of custard creams. I've eaten an Easter egg and I drank to oblivion today. Okay, fine. That's today. It's Easter Sunday. You know, one could be forgiven for having that as our behavior today or course of action, whatever. But what we do really need to think about is, okay, I know what's going to happen if I don't regain control. And the way that we begin to regain control is to plan, you know, to look at what our food's going to look like tomorrow, to look at what our movement's going to look like tomorrow and put a system or a plan in place that we can actually hold ourselves accountable to and thus stick to. Don't let the day run you, run the day. It's going to be all too easy right now for the day to run you, okay, for things to slip away, for you to just react. And I suppose... This is the biggest takeaway message from this particular podcast. Stop reacting and start being proactive about your day. Okay, stop waking up and just reacting to circumstance. You know, you wake up, you react to what needs to be done with regards to like the kids breakfast. You then react to jobs that, you know, crop up, etc. Put it this way. We have got a shelf in our hallway. And when I put it up, it was quite near some electrical sockets. So rather than drilling into the wall, I stopped and I basically stuck it up with these super sticky tabs. At least I thought they were. And it's been fine. You know, we've been here for a good six weeks or so now. But obviously with all this hot weather, it's it's had an impact. Uh, and what's ended up happening is I was walking past it earlier, didn't even touch it, and then psh, smashed on the ground. Okay, so the whole thing fell off the wall. Now, the reason I'm telling you about this is... That was me reacting. So what I then went and did was I got the drill out and actually fixed it properly, which A, if I'd done it right in the first place, I wouldn't have had this issue. So that's another thing to touch on. But the actual sentiment I'm trying to get to is that was a problem that became a problem because I I saw it was slowly coming off the wall. And every day I was walking past it and just pushing it back on again. I knew it was going to become an issue, but I ignored it. And lo and behold, tonight, it crashed on the ground. So I had to react to the problem as opposed to being proactive about it. I had to react by going and getting my drill, going and get my drill bits and fixing it onto the wall properly. What I should have done is been proactive about it and fixed it up there in the first place. You know, 
one of those stupid moments where I thought, ah, it will be fine. And that is the analogy a lot of us tend to use, isn't it? Going forwards into life, going forwards into this particular circumstance right now, going forwards or thinking about the future when life begins again, we go, ah, it'll be all right. And the fact of the matter is, folks, unless we do something about it, it won't be all right. We will end up with the shelf come crashing down and we will have to react to that circumstance. And that's how so many of us are living our days at the moment. We're just getting up and reacting to whatever life has to throw at us. Oh, the hoover needs running around because the floor's dirty. Oh, okay, I better run the hoover around, you know. Oh, no, look, the garden needs sorting. Oh, I better sort the garden. Why not, instead of doing that, why not have a plan? Why not sit down right now, okay? Go and grab a pen and paper. You've got me in your ears. You're not watching anything. Well, at least I hope you're not. Go and grab a pen and paper. Start thinking about shit that needs to get done. Start thinking about the jobs that you want to box off on your to-do list and your to-do list with regard to yourself. Start thinking about those jobs right now and go and write them down. Go and put a plan in place. You know, if, if that is as strict as going, right, morning is going to be work, productive time, and then the afternoon is going to be chores, that's fine. You know, whether the morning is going to be sedentary work and the afternoon is going to be active work, it doesn't matter. If you don't want to be as rigid as that, then it's fine. But what I will say is failing to prepare is preparing to fail. We've heard that one quite a few times, haven't we? But it's a fact. If you don't have a plan in place, folks, you're going to fail. Okay? If you continue to react to every single day and just take it as the day comes, yeah, that's going to be great on a couple of days. Okay? You're going to feel good. You're going to feel quite chilled because you're just going and going with the flow. But in terms of actually making progress with yourself, life around you, whatever, it's not going to happen. If you don't have some kind of plan in place, if you don't forward think, then you are going to be caught with your pants down and you're not going to find yourself in a transformative position. And that's kind of why you're listening to this podcast, is it not? To help you focus. So going forwards, enough with letting the day run you. Okay, We've had our period of lazy. We've had our period of you know, closing in on ourselves and feeling sorry for ourselves in this situation that we find ourselves in. We now recognize with the announcement that it is continuing that enough's enough now. We've got to start taking control of what we have the ability to take control of. And as I said, there was a saying that I was going to bring up on every single podcast, but on this one, I'm going to say it more so than any other. I'm going to try to remember to say it on everyone. Try and remind me. And that is... Accept what you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. You've got the ability right now to come out of this situation. And I know you've heard this before. You've got the ability to go into life, to go back to work, to see people again and have the reaction of, holy shit, look at you. Not just from a physical perspective, but from a confidence, the way you hold yourself, the way you conduct yourself. Okay, You have the ability to go forwards into life have that circumstance, have that reaction, you have control right now over the person that comes out of lockdown. And I repeat, you have control of the person who comes out of lockdown. Do you want to come out several fucking pounds heavier with fuck all confidence and lower kind of social interaction ability because you're not used to talking to people face to face? And then have a big old mountain to climb alongside of the usual day-to-day tasks, which, let's not beat around the bush, are going to be even more crazy the first month or so coming out of lockdown because everywhere is going to be manic and every job is going to have to get done and everything's going to be fast-paced. 
Or do you want to come out of lockdown in an amazing position with amazing reaction, but knowing that you've boxed off a huge, huge, huge fucking job? To leave you with one final thought. I've known people that have gone away and have spent thousands, tens of thousands of pounds on wellness retreats that have gone away and have gone to fat camp designed to fucking lose as much weight as possible dieting in a bubble you know where they don't have to where they're told get up at this time they get woken up by their instructor they immediately go and do like fucking five exercise classes that day they do yoga every meal gets cooked for them everything gets prepared they have seminars all day yeah i've i've known people that have spent tens and thousands of pounds on that thing and guess what Right now, you have the ability to do that in your very own home for free. You don't have to spend tens of thousands of pounds to go away and diet in a bubble. You have the ability to do it at home. But best of all, you've got the combination of two things. Because those wellness retreats rarely ever work. Because we don't we we do them, but we're not used to juggling life while doing it. So yeah, we learn how to reduce our calories. We learn how to lose body fat, etc. We learn how to move loads every day. But while we're doing those five exercise classes, while we're getting all our meals prepared for us, we're not learning to prepare our own meals. We're not learning to manage our own calories. We're not learning to juggle exercise around the day-to-day chores and monotony of life. We are just living in this bubble. So they don't actually work because then when you burst the bubble and you go back to normal life, you've got no idea how to manage anything and therefore all the weight goes back on. Now, you have the ability right now to be on a wellness retreat away from work, but you still have an element of normal life. You're in your normal environment of home. You are preparing your own meals. Yes, you've still got kids and potentially work to deal with, but at a much reduced level. So you're in a position right now where you can make progress whilst juggling all the elements of life but not in the full kind of wham whack way that you normally would make sense so i encourage you all have your own little wellness retreat okay you have the ability right now to focus on you your attention with the exception of the small things you need to do you know day to day i say small in a very kind of roundabout way You have the ability to focus on you, to actually invest a lot of this time of lockdown right now in yourself. And I promise you going forwards, that will pay huge dividends with regards to the person that comes out of this. And like I said, you have the choice of who that is. So folks, this has actually been my longest podcast to date. It's because I said thank you in the beginning. You know, that's what's added on the extra couple of minutes. But folks, thank you. Thank you for giving up 22 minutes and 49 seconds of your time so far. I do massively appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to come in. I'm not even going to say it. It's the blurb for the tagline of the podcast, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, but no, honestly, it means a lot. Uh, like I said, I'm glad you guys are getting something from this audible motivation and it would mean the absolute world to me if you're listening to this on iTunes or if fuck it, even if you have iTunes but you've chosen to listen to it on another like forum, please go onto iTunes, review. You just basically click on how many stars you'll give the podcast and then just type a little review for me, okay? The more people review it, the more people that listen to it and the more people that... Um, you know, leave their reviews, etc. The the higher up the rankings the podcast will get, and thus the more people it will reach, and that's always my goal. Like I said, I'm happy if it helps one person, but I would be ecstatic if it helps a thousand. And that's where I need your help. I can't share this all by myself. 
I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to Facebook now and click share out of this motherfucker. But I need your help to do that too, okay? So if you think this podcast will be beneficial to somebody, then send it to them, okay? But most importantly, please go and give us a little review. It would mean the world. And of course, if you guys any need any more help from me, then don't be afraid to jump onto facebook.com forward slash Chris Moyes Fitness, or you can find out a bit more about what I do at moyshealth.com. But folks, I will see you on episode five. If you'd like me to cover any particular topic or anything you're struggling with, don't be afraid to send me a message and yeah i'll see you then have an amazing easter enjoy your easter bank holiday monday even though it's just like a normal fucking day at the moment um don't go too crazy on the eggs stay mindful plan ahead and i'll see you on episode five toodles